Hello and welcome to our podcast. This is all the stuff from the show today. Interesting show. I, I really enjoyed the chat we had about home invasions with the lawyer telling you what you can and can do if someone uh, gets into your house. It's a very interesting chat. I like that lawyer. Yeah, he's good, isn't he, Nick? Actually, if you're listening, we, we lend him out. He's yeah. like, for parties. Do you know what I mean? We lend him out for parties. <laughs> yeah. Funny you mention it. <laughs> my, my kid just turned five and I was wondering, oh, what am I going to do? Hoot at those parties. But if there's a question that you want to know without having to pay for a lawyer fee, yeah. then you can go to hit105.com.au and uh, write a question there. Uh, yep, so we'll get into that. Uh, Terry Irwin called the show today. Yes. Bill Shorten called the show today. Yes. Um, and the goon, Raf Regatta, was, was saved. saved. Yeah. God, we had all the emotions. Did Let's we? get into it. Here's today's podcast. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. The goon raft returns in all its glory. We're going to throw it! You made it into a race that just seems perfection. Sponsored by the Austral Volkswagen Regatta Demo Clearance. I don't know. Is it returning in all its glory? I feel deflated. Like the goon bags on our raft. It's Omar. Omar. Go Omar, away. Omar, Omar. You're not welcome, Omar. <laughs> <laughs> but we don't really know what's happening with it no. either because you hear that it's uh, it's offshore yeah. and then it's been downgraded, but it might pick up and be upgraded again. And it seems very confusing. Do you get upgraded or downgraded? So we were going to go back onto the Brisbane River and race our goon raft, Goon Lamore, against some other worthy participants uh, to win $2,000 cash. Now, we've been told by Maritime Rescue they will not be there, so we've had to call the race off yeah. on the river um, due to the fact that, well, we could drown. Yeah. King tides, big waves, etc., etc. Too dangerous. But I'm concerned that we're going to wake up tomorrow morning, yeah. sunshine, yeah. lollipops, should have raced. Yeah. And who do we blame for that? Tony Orton! <laughs> Tony! And I'm ready for all of that blame, guys. <laughs> Channel 7's weatherman. Come on. What's going on? Is the cyclone going to get us tomorrow or not? Uh, we've had an interesting couple of days. Yesterday, Cyclone Watch issued for the first time in decades across the southeast this morning, cancelled as Omar's been downgraded to a Category 1 system. But upon all of that, it doesn't really change what we're expecting this weekend. I said strong winds, passing showers, that's still on the way. I don't think we'll see the torrential rain, which was a possibility a few days. But I, I, even though you might see some sunny breaks tomorrow, I don't think it would have been overly safe to be racing on the river still, guys. Okay. Yeah, right. So I think the, the biggest thing I'm still getting is there's still a warning for... Do you want to get that stuff? Stab's phone's just Stab's ringing. Phone's off, which is a card and for beer of anyone on, on air. So, Tony, put on your order. It's my cyclone watch. Okay. No worries. I'll happily take a couple of those. Guys. Yeah. Uh, but it is like the big waves. I, I guess that's a concern. We got a text saying that Nippers is all cancelled on the yeah. weekend. So, I guess that's still a concern for everyone. Absolutely. The beaches will be absolutely off limits. Huge uh, swells over six metres. We'll see a lot of white water. Again, the, uh, the king tide this morning just after 10am will be very dangerous. Probably safest for everyone just to stay off the beaches altogether. And even over land, look, we could see some damaging wind gusts. About 90 k's an hour, that's enough to do some minor damage to houses, sort of pushing in over coastal areas from late today over the weekend. Uh, and that's the kind of stuff that will worry about you guys being on the water there. So as much as you hate it, it is probably a safer option. Yeah. We do. We may have a solution, which we'll announce at 7.50 this morning. We're trying to lock it down. So it's not all is lost. No, not yet. But we'll, uh, we'll have to find out later on. Stick around on the show. But a big question for you, Tony. We were discussing earlier. Yeah. Um, how do they name the cyclones? I thought that they always named cyclones after women. But apparently, I've, have I got that wrong? They changed that. 
Uh, yeah, they changed that a long time ago, Maddie. I think that was a dangerous precedent to set. They also used to yeah. name them after uh, politicians as well, which oh. is sort of understandable. Uh, at the moment in Australia, we have a list alternating male and female names. Uh, if we have a really big cyclone, like a Debbie, I would have thought would be struck off the list because it's done a lot of damage. And then we actually have a voting system uh, to put in a new one. So you can actually write a letter into the Bureau, ask for your name to be included, but it goes through a whole series of checks. Uh, and Omar's actually come from uh, Fiji as well. So what they have is a meeting every few years, Australia, Vanuatu, Fiji and all the other nations meet up uh-huh. and they try and make sure that all of these names aren't you know, offensive or rude in any of those languages. So there's right. actually a fair bit of thought that goes into <laughs> yeah. it. But Could the we... problem is if you submit your name now, it might take 50 years to get on that list. Are you going to submit our names? I'm thinking, could we get a Stav, Abby and Matt cyclone? Oh. I don't know if you'd oh. That would offend Stav, some Abby people, and Matt have destroyed North Queensland. <laughs> Wouldn't the be marketing better team to... would be happy for the exposure, though. I don't yeah. know. I reckon it would be better to get our competitors' names oh, on the cyclone. No such thing as bad publicity. Yeah, guess not. All oh, right. You're saying we put like through Nova or 97.3 yeah. as a... Yeah. Yes. But then what about if it gets downgraded and they're like, oh, it's just passing showers. Yeah. And then it just makes everyone miserable for a while. It's perfect. Uh, yes. Yeah. All right, let's do it. Yeah. We're on to something. Uh, well, Tony, uh, just so you know, we're going to take the race off the river tomorrow. We may have a backup plan for everyone to still come along and win $2,000. If it's sunny tomorrow, the blame is completely on you. And I'm ready for that if I see a whole bunch of memes on social media next week with a flipped over thong saying we will re- rebuild. I'll be a happy man. <laughs> it means everyone is safe. Yes, good call. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. The leader of the opposition, Bill Short. Please welcome our guest. Alrighty, we got a text message uh, late last night saying Bill Shorten would like to come on your show tomorrow because he has a big announcement. I'm guessing he's got a new single or either a new movie. <laughs> oh, I'm guessing that he knew we were cooking a lamb and he wants to know if he could come over today. Cause I'm guessing he's a little cooking. bit late on the secret sound. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. It is Breakfast Club Day today, so we've got a lamb on the boil here. Uh, Bill Shorten, live from Canberra. What is your big announcement? It feels like an anticlimax after all of that. <laughs> Sorry. That's all right. Okay, no, try us. Okay. We're going to make the banks double the amount of compensation. They've got to pay the people who they've um, damaged. Oh, no, that's so, big. That's big. That's big. Yeah. That's good. Passes the test. Thank you. Well, it's... Um, I mean, it's not lamb, but... Um, <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, a lot of people uh, over the years, like a lot more than I think anyone fully realised, have had their livelihoods taken off them through sharp practice, got into loans and debts they should never have got into. So what we're saying is that we want to give them the chance to um, get some additional compensation. And for those listeners who say, oh, well, you know, that's their problem, not my problem. The point about it is compensation doesn't really replace you for all the legal fuss or, uh, you know, if you've lost your house, for loss of jobs, loss of livelihood. But it is a recognition the banks just need to pay up, and they can. And it's because they've got a business model which has seen them do over everyday ordinary Queenslanders and Australians. I do appreciate that, Bill, but I take the banking industry very serious. And I'm concerned that they're going to take it on board themselves and say, right, you're going to do that for us? Well, we're going to have to lift interest rates regardless of what the Reserve Bank does. Well, the problem with the banks saying that, and they may, uh, is that they've made money off these people by ripping them off. How is that fair? But are we going to have to pay for it for people that well, may have not got... Well, the banks just have to spend some of their profits. Remember, they've made mm. billions and billions in profits. Yeah. But the idea that the only way a bank can make a profit is by ripping people off is not true. So, you are know, the, uh, if, if, uh, someone, if, if someone mistreats you, uh, they, 
they do have to pay, don't they? Oh, I make them pay. I, that's my motto. I'm sure you do. I'm sure you do. Yeah. Yeah. Are the Dolomites implicated in any of these shenanigans? Because they're... <laughs> I would hate that. <laughs> yeah, I'd hate that too. Yeah. According to the Barefoot Investor, they are. They are. So there you oh, go. Okay. No, no, no. Well, yeah. I've been reading headlines because I think the property um, market is going to be a, a big topic for the election. And your name is always brought up with you are going to bring down house prices and bring oh, rents up because yeah. you're scrapping you know, negative gearing. Well, you know, that's just a campaign run, run by real estate agents. The reality is um, when first home buyers go to buy a house, they're competing with uh, better off property investors who get a taxpayer subsidy. So that's just not fair, is it? Yeah. No. Well, well, the other thing is anyone who says the property, you know, it's going to be all doom and gloom and running a scare campaign... Well, a house is still a house. There's only a certain amount of land in Brisbane, for example. Yeah. Gonna fly, there's no new land being waiting to be discovered. So the value of a house is driven by the fundamentals. And um, the first home buyers deserve a chance to get into the housing market. We, we, we make no apology. I'm backing in first home buyers to get a home. I've got an election promise for you, Bill, that I reckon you can okay. get amongst. Oh. Uh, every Friday, we do what we call FOEF. It's where we fun off early. On a Friday. Is there any other word mm-hmm. you want? Yeah. Uh, so I yeah, reckon... Why don't, <laughs> it starts with F. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Why yeah. don't you say that on a Friday, Labor's going to bring in the fact that no one works a full day. None of us actually work a full day on a Friday anyway. So why don't you just say knock off is at 3 o'clock every Friday and it's going to be law? Uh, no, but what happens if you've got someone who's doing an afternoon shift? Oh, well, that's yeah, well, lucky that's... them for getting rostered on then, hey? <laughs> <laughs> there are some flaws in this There's plan. There's some flaws. We're going to have to do a bit know, more research. I know, I'm a detailed guy. Yeah. Uh, right, well, fair enough. But listen, if you want to knock off early, you can. There you go. No, right. Do you know we're giving away go. a free house, by the way, Bill? Are you? Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. We're, hoping, we're helping first home buyers as well. <laughs> are you? Where's the house? Uh, in uh, either Logan Reserve or Kalara. So they get to build it as well. So um, it all kicks off from Monday. People want to enter. Uh, Villa World's come on board and we're doing it for them. So someone's going to win a $450,000 house for nothing. Well, this is very generous. Yeah. Uh, so what we're going to do is for first-time buyers in Australia, one set of first-time buyers you're going to look after, yeah. which is great, yeah. like really good. And then what we'll do is we'll look after the rest of them. Yes. So we've got good to plan. It's like a 100% solution. <laughs> Together, we're going to take on Australia. Uh, well done, Bill. Bill, thanks for calling through, buddy. Always a pleasure to have you on the show. Thanks so much for calling this morning. Yeah, love your work. Yeah. Cheers. Yeah, there he is. Bill Shorten, leader of the opposition on the air. It's Stav, Abby and Matt here at Hit 105. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. It's a secret that could win you $50,000. What's that sound? Hit 105's $50,000 secret sound. Everyone in Brisbane wanted to work this out. Everyone was talking about it. What is the secret sound? We had no idea. But finally, yesterday, after weeks of trying, Thomas called us up and this happened. The $50,000. Yes! That's the secret sound, buddy. <laughs> Holy far out. Oh, my God. God. <laughs> and Thomas joins us in the studio this morning, now $50,000 richer. Hey, buddy. Oh, how's, how's it going, guys? Has it sunk in? Not really. Yeah. Although, Not really. Although, let's it be is, honest. Right now. <laughs> your beautiful wife, Tamara, has she spent it all in her head? Yes, I think I both have. <laughs> We've spent about 250 grand so far. So. <laughs> 
If he's going to increase that check, it'll be great. Because you, I, I thought it was so sweet. Because you're like, you know, you wanted a, a car with a reversing camera. Have you been talking about getting a new the car? The night for... before. Right. Oh, wow. Literally the night before. Yeah. Um, we went to a shopping centre. I said, I, she's really annoyed me when she parks. Said, Just reverse. And she said, I don't reverse. And she said, I want a car with a reversing camera. So oh, that was the day before. There you go. Now, for those, uh, there was a lot of people listening, and we put it online. But for anyone who's listening right now who said, I couldn't work out what it was, what was it? Here is the sound again. What was it, buddy? Oh, it was a soap dispenser and putting the pot in and shutting it on a dishwasher. Yeah. Simple as that. Yeah. We, weren't you nervous if he said it wrong now? And we're like, oh, wait, wait, wait. Um, <laughs> I don't even own a dishwasher, so I wouldn't even have a clue. But yeah. Did you just hear everyone doing the guesses yeah, so and they were just, you were like, that's too many descriptions too for much, that sound. Too much, yeah. I, so thank you, Rest of Brisbane, for giving me all the clues. But yeah, <laughs> um, yeah it was just too much. I mean, it was, the sound was too quick to be that long. Yeah, I think people were just overthinking it and going, trying to give too much information, hoping that they would get it right from that. But it was, you had to be so specific about it that yeah. you nailed it. So, this yeah. is... Yeah. Like, this is obviously coming at a perfect time for you. Like, oh. you guys are so deserving. You've got your three beautiful kids here. Yep. Yeah, they're great. It's... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's... Yeah, I'll choke up when I talk about it. Because I know... You, well, you recently had had to leave your job. Yes. Through health reasons. Yeah, for health, yeah. I just uh, got uh, diagnosed with diabetes. And um, so this is going to be a, a life-changing thing as well. Yeah. So... Um, so now you might go back and do something at TAFE? Well, yeah, I'll... Well, my oyster. I can go do something, you know, learn something different, and um, well, your ability to not swear on the radio, you could get a job here. Yeah, I'll, that'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you are, because this I'll play the moment one more time for fifty thousand dollars. Yes, that's the secret sound, buddy. <laughs> Holy, far out! Oh my god! But you heard the guy who the guy is a guy in our audio area who makes the promos, and you heard yourself on the air yesterday. Yeah. You're not happy with him? No, no. Wow. No, I was in the, in the car with the kids, and uh, there was a bit of a beeping going on after that. <laughs> like, so it made it, it seem like yeah. that. Yeah, and I held back. I really <laughs> You did. really did. <laughs> you know what one of the kids is like? 50000 in the swear jar, Dad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, buddy, we're going to put that $50,000 into your bank account. Um, if I was you, I would print out 1,000 receipts, and just so you've got it to remember that fifty grand was in the account. Oh, yeah, of course. We're actually... Haley thought of a great idea to yeah. uh, just to uh, frame a hundred dollar note and just put oh, it yeah. on the board, you know, yeah. with, a, with a receipt. Oh. Just something. The lucky hundred. Lucky yeah. hundred, and never spend it. And yeah. yeah. What's your address? Yeah. <laughs> well, congratulations. Uh, we are so happy for you and your family that you won the $50,000 with the secret sound. So uh, good on you, buddy. Thank you very much. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Alpha Bucks, we're going to play it again uh, Monday. It will be the 25th of February. Uh, don't forget Alpha Bucks goes back to its normal time of 8 o'clock again. Mm-hmm. Uh, secret sound is done. Alpha Bucks at 8 a.m., and yeah. a letter. Yes, your letter, I'll say, uh, is W, name a season. Winter. Exactly. Wummer. <laughs> Wing. Wing. <laughs> <laughs> What's <Water. that? laughs> And then don't forget, we are giving away a house and land package. Win a brand new house at seven, Alpha Bucks at eight. Healthy Women Medical Centre. See a GP who has more time for you. Healthywomen.com.au Staff, Abby and Matt's $10,000 Alpha Bucks. Alpha Bucks. Alpha Bucks.
Let's make it a $60,000 week. Yesterday, we gave away the 50 grand with the secret sound. Let's give away $10,000 right now with Alpha Bucks. I've got All a good right. feeling. Oh, you're spilling it in his waters, Talia from Griffin. How are you this morning? Hey, good, thank you. Excellent. You sound very excited. I'm so excited. I finally get to get through. <laughs> well, you're about to get your letter as well. Then you've got 30 seconds to answer 10 questions. Get them all right. $10,000, $50 per question you get right to. So you're going to have some money going into the weekend, okay? Awesome. Thank you. All right. Here we oh, go. Oh, and your letter this morning, hun, is T for your name. Oh, cool. T. T. Thank you. There we go. Well done. You obviously can't pronounce. Taylor. <laughs> Tarley. Tarley. Tarly. No, you he, called her Talia. He was actually right. You called you her You know Tarly. her as long as I have. Have you? Yeah. <laughs> History. Now you can't win. No, 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 you can. All right, so here we go. T. Name a language other than English. Pass. Name a day of the week. Thursday. Name a style of dance. Uh, pass. Name an Australian actress. Oh, damn. Pass. Name something poisonous. Oh Name a phone app. Uh, Tinder. Name something that makes people happy. Uh, t- pass. Ooh. It was a tough one today, that actually, was wasn't tough. it? That was tough. Oh, uh, hundred dollars though. Got a hundred bucks going into the weekend. Oh, thank you so much for that. You got the Tinder right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go through the other ones. You missed. Name a uh, language other than English. You could have Thai. Uh, type of dance, you could have tat or tango. An Australian actress, you could have Tony Collette. Something that's poisonous, oh, wow. you could have had a taipan or a toad. And something that makes people happy, you could have had Tinder. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Thank you. Thanks for that, guys. Thanks, you're welcome. $100 cash coming your way. Every time we play, 10000 bucks is on the line. Uh, Healthy Women Medical Centre, CGP, who has more time for you. Healthywomen.com.au. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Coughing, sneezing, getting sick. Spread. Spread. Spreading disease. The diseases they carry can be in any city on the planet in a matter of hours. They say it's not going to be a war or famine or anything that's going to wipe out, us out. It's going to be a super bug that none of the drugs will work on and we'll all just die. Happy Friday, everybody. Got it's a- Stab Abby and Matt. Uh, <laughs> stick around. Miley Cyrus is next. Oh, I like that one. <laughs> Got an email from uh, Rory's school yesterday. There is a case of the pox. Same as our school. Chicken pox. Uh, chicken pox, yeah. Yep. All right, so it's going around. I better organise some play dates then, hey? I don't think you no, do that well, anymore. They, got the, they get the vaccine, vaccine. for it now. Well, yeah. let's not bring that up. But yeah, they do have that, but not to a certain age. So if you, you have the vaccine, you can get it, but not a severe case. We've got gastro as well. Oh, gastro no. and pox. Yeah. Filthy. Well, at the childcare, they cancelled important person day because they're uh, Queensland. Because they realised the name was ridiculous? Well, it's for people that might not have grandparents stuff. Yeah, I got it. So they call it Important Person Day. Instead of Grandpa. Whoever you think is important. Okay. Yeah. So what's happening? Authorities. What's happening at the school? Are they going to let all the kids get it? Because that's what we did back in the day. Oh, Mm. they just—they're just telling us, and that's it. Don't do anything else. All right. So don't bring your kid to school if she's got it, or no? They told you the symptoms to look out for, and yeah. And what, uh, the, how long it will last for, and all that sort of stuff. And, but everyone knows what chickenpox looks like, don't they? Not the young kids. I guess not. And there you have it, everyone. It's <laughs> chickenpox that wipe out the human race. <laughs> now, see, I remember it's so different. Everyone freaks out. Like when my cousins got it, we had sleepovers and played PlayStation because my family was like, "Well, mm. if you get it when you're young, you're sweet." You're sweet. Away yeah. you I, was, go. I was in hospital with it though. 
I had it really bad because I had them all in my eyes, yeah. so they can do scarring in your eyes. So oh. sometimes they can be serious. How old? Just now you're joking about it. Um, I would have been in year two, year three. All oh, right. Because yeah. they, they, they used to always say it's not that bad for kids. It's, if you get it as an adult, apparently it can well, it then worse. It, yeah, it can, and turn into shingles, shingles if you've had it before. Yeah. But my friend is a, uh, she's a lead scientist in infectious diseases. So she gets all the alerts and it's not nice to go out for breakfast with her. Because no. alerts come through and you're like, there's a flesh-eating bug. <laughs> what? And she's like, it's very exciting. I'm like, it's not. No, I- it's actually not exciting, but she will study how it can be passed on as uh-huh. well. So she's like, that's why you need to quiet, kind of quarantine certain areas. It's so that's inter- why they alert it, and that's why they will cancel Important Person Day. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it always, it's always an outbreak, though, isn't it? Like, it's never just, hey, one person got it. Like, yeah. it's the same as when you have a family get-together, and someone turns up, and they're not feeling great. You're like, oh, what's wrong with you? I don't know. I just feel funny in the tummy. And then for the week after, everyone drops down. Vomit mm. bug, vomit yeah. bug, vomit bug, vomit bug. Tried on a cruise ship. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, not fun. No. They're always, they're very you know, gastro-y, aren't they? Yeah. They always say gastro goes around them. That's an easy one to spread. Yeah. You, have to, you do get you get quarantined in your it's room. buffets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It doesn't matter how ill you're feeling, you, you can still, still go to the buffet. And you shouldn't. <laughs> Croissant. <laughs> Thirteen ten sixty. I'd love to know what you've spread. What you've spread? Yeah. Oh, oh what? Because uh, there was one that happened at a wedding. Remember, they had to cancel the wedding because oh, it yes. spread through the wedding. Yeah. What was it? It was here in Brisbane, like a gastro, gastro bug. bug. Yeah. But yeah, apparently, I think it was the bride or the groom went first. Yeah. yeah. And then everyone got it. That's not funny. No. But it was just. Yeah, it really was, went through. A very important person's day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, did you, at it. what did you spread, or what was spread through an event? You just know. We'll get a lot of gastro calls. Yeah. So yeah. we'll get. What a, else we'll, do you want? We'll take a cup. Oh, you want some good infections, wouldn't you? Like something scabby, something. Can oh, scabies are able to be spread around. Bed bugs. Scabies are bed bugs. Are they? Yeah, they crawl in underneath your skin. Ugh. I got him once in Tara when I stayed at a dodgy motel there. <laughs> oh, oh right. my brother's got ticks. He got ticks mm, from kangaroos because they used to just sleep on any like uh, sleeping surface when they used to go surfing. Uh, that's interesting. Well, this is happy. Isn't yeah, it? that's was, all right. Was Tara okay? Tara. <laughs> Tara's a little inland Queensland town. <laughs> all right, where most of my you, family grew up. I thought you got scabies from Tara. Tara. <laughs> It did sound like that. 131060, what did you spread? Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Coughing, sneezing, getting sick. Spread. Spread. Spreading disease. The diseases they carry can be in any city on the planet in a matter of hours. <coughs> Sorry, guys. That'll, that'll be you for the weekend. <laughs> 131060, we want to know, what disease have you spread? Yeah, you can't disease? catch smokers' cough. Are we going to go with disease? <laughs> disease? That's... Yeah. yeah, but we're saying there's been issues around uh, Brisbane at the moment with chickenpox going around. There's measles up the coast. Oh, that's scary. And also, uh, there's gastro. Yeah. I just remember as a kid, my mum was excited by chickenpox in our family. Yeah. You'd go for a play date with the cousins, catch it once, can't catch mm. it twice. Yeah. So, essentially, were you ever an Ebola monkey? Uh, Imogen in Silkstone, what did you pass around? Um, my ex-boyfriend actually passed along cold sores and tonsillitis to me just before a family holiday. Uh, oh. Cold sores are the worst. Do you, what's the what's rule with them? You know that you're getting one? You get a tingle. And that means you shouldn't kiss I, anyone yeah. then? Yeah, pretty much from then on. Yeah. 
Yeah, yep. right. He told me it was just a pimple. Ah, oh, oh, see, no, you can't do that. that's why he's the ex. Yeah. You know what's annoying, yeah. though, is every time you get a cold sore, it reminds you of him, doesn't it? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Sorry, Imogen. It's like his parting gift to me. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. realised how depressing this is. Liz, <laughs> Fernie Grove, what went around yeah, to the wedding you? party? Yeah, good. Yeah, so uh, we had Gastro go through a wedding party, so we had a full DIY party. Uh, Farm wedding where we went down, the whole bridal party went down a week early and did a massive working fee. I'm talking cutting down trees, planting flowers, uh, putting up gazebos all the way, but uh, systematically went through the bridal party and all our partners as well. And then the last bridesmaid who was really cocky about it all and saying she wouldn't get it actually got it the day of the wedding. (laughs) And there's a priceless photo of her realising that she has gastro during the ceremony and she has to clench her bum cheek. Oh. <laughs> so as soon as the ideas were done and the couple walked down the aisle, she sprinted off to uh, her room and had to change her underwear. Oh. Upside is everyone looked so thin in the photos. Oh, we were so skinny. <laughs> <laughs> Hayley, it's Frankfurt Lakes. What's your story? Um, my partner and I both had conjunctivitis. Oh, yeah. Um, unfortunately, we gave it to our four kids, um, and they gave it to their cousins. And long story short, two childcare centres had to be closed down just to clean everything, spray down everything. Oh, I um, and did, yeah. I hope they didn't name they you in the shame. newsletter. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> they, they never <laughs> tell you. It doesn't matter how many times you ask, yes. they won't tell you the source. I, I know my child hit someone. Can I just ask who it is? No, we can't give you that name. Well, there's a kid over there that looks like a bruise. Would that be <laughs> Hey, Emma, we're asking, hey. uh, what have you spread? <laughs> um, disclosure, I didn't spread it, okay. but okay. our school got shut down for Influenza A and Influenza B last year with 180 kids coming down with it. Oh, oh gosh. Because it can be so serious, can't it? Um, and so the day they shut down, we actually had the guys in the white hazmat suits come in and quarantine the whole school. Holy and, and how long did have, people have to be away for? Ten days. Ten, ten wow. days. So it was shut down for one, but if you had any symptoms, you were out for ten. Wow. And it, you know, it's not, no one really knows, but like you, you're infectious without feeling mm. sick sometimes. Yeah. So you, you, you can't so tell. it's so scary. You look around at people that didn't get it. You're like, why didn't they get it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're superhuman. Mm. Uh, well, good on you, Emma, and well done for not naming that school because that would have got us in all sorts of trouble. Uh, thanks for calling, everybody. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. The Australia Zoo outside Brisbane. Please welcome Terry Irwin. Uh, yeah, you got to check out on Google today. Everyone Googles pretty much every day of their life. They have the Google Doodle, which is all Steve Irwin pictures today. They look amazing. And his wife, Terry Irwin, is on to chat with us. Morning. Good morning and a happy Google Doodle Doo to you. Oh, I love <laughs> it. They are so amazing. And the boys and I have been like keep opening them up because they, they keep changing as well. No, it's so cool. And they've done like all of these panels about everything of Steve's life, conservation, filming, his work at Australia Zoo, and his best part of all, which was being a dad. Yeah. So they've captured everything brilliantly. Did oh, they? I just flick, I'm just oh. flicking through them, and as don't he said Terry, that, he's going to cry. Oh, gonna cry. Yeah, one yeah, of the kids like come up. Chronological story of his life. It's beautiful. Did they come to you, Terry? Yeah, they did. They said they really wanted to honor Steve and on what would have been his 57th birthday. So we were very proud that they wanted to release this, not only in Australia, but around the world. And so it really is showcasing not only his work and his message, but also Australia and the beautiful wildlife and great work we're doing here. 
I went to the Australia Zoo with the kids for the first time uh, a couple of months ago and we absolutely loved it and they wanted me to, to make sure that we check on the, the crocodiles. Are they all going well? Yeah, you know, the crocodiles at Australia Zoo are loving life and living large, but overall we're, we're really working hard to keep Steve's legacy alive and his mission continuing by protecting crocodiles in the wild. And for the first time ever in the European history of Australia, the government has taken upon themselves to decide that we should take croc eggs out of the wild, stick them in farming conditions, and then put a bullet in their head for the luxury leather trade, which as someone in the zoo industry, industry is just more backwards than anything you could ever imagine. And so we've got a petition that you can Google Australia Zoo <laughs> petition and sign the petition and join us. We just need to roll back this legislation. You know, we've had a one in 500 year flood event in North Queensland. Basically, if they find any croc eggs, it'll be the last surviving eggs. Yeah. It's going to be decades oh. before they, they recover from this. And everybody's doing it hard in the Cape. So we need to protect not just our people, but our beautiful environment as well. So you guys are working hard to uh, do your conservation work as well. Have you also started the preparations for Bindi's 21st birthday party? It's a big year this year. Well, it is. It's huge. 21 is epic. And being from America, yeah. it's more epic there because that's the legal drinking age. But Uh-oh. we will celebrate it here. <laughs> yeah. So I'll make sure, you know, I mean, in Australia, it's, it's very exciting and fun. And um, I think Australia Zoo is going to pull out all stops and we're going to have a major party here for Bindi and just, um, you know, honour what she's doing for conservation and, and we let all the kids in for free that day. So oh, it's a good day for families. It's very Australian tradition, isn't it? Because we celebrate 18 because it's our legal drinking age and then we went, oh, 21's America, we'll just have a big piss up then too. Hey. Well, yeah. I'm turning 55 this year. Oh, what do you reckon? Oh. That seems significant. Yes, that's that's a party. Big party for that one well, too. Well, Terry, I wanted to ask because this time last year I got very excited because there was a Bindi Irwin doll that was released for International Women's Day. When's the, uh, the Terry doll coming out yes well you know the terry doll would be amazing i think uh i think it'll be just kind of like conservation meets pamela anderson all over again but um I, actually i'm just so proud of bindi and robert because they're going from strength to strength and whether it's you know bindi being a great role model for girls and young women robert with his photography work and on the tonight show it seems like every other minute it's just they're doing what they love and making positive change and you can do that you know you don't have to behave badly to be um, seen in the public and to be uh, role modeling. You need to do positive things and, and be a good role model, that's for sure. Well, the funny thing you say, you don't have to act badly. I 100% agree with you. But the tabloids, they love a negative story, don't they? You must read some very bizarre things about yourself and go, I wonder who made this up today. Um, I did have to let Russell Crowe know that we were getting married, so that was awkward. How did he take that? You know, he's pretty, he's pretty cool with it. He's in New York at the moment, but we'll just figure out when we're in the same hemisphere, and it'll be great. But yeah, it is really funny, but you know, I think in this day and age, when things are so difficult with reality. We kind of want to escape reality. And mm. and sometimes you feel kind of helpless, like, what can I do? I'm one person. So you just kind of want to have a laugh and, and get on with your life. Every time I tweet something about, here's what we can do for conservation, a few people step up and it's wonderful. But if I get an egg with two yolks, man, it's off the Richter scale. 
That's what we'd rather be thinking about. Uh, it is It is very funny. We, we joke in here, Take 5, I believe that magazine's still around where you can we, we, yeah. submit your own stories. We want to send a fake one in about the three of us being in a love triangle just to see if they'll print it. I think it would. I think it would work. You know, you could be like Nicki Minaj at toi. So <laughs> I'd go for it. You know, and and I think too, um, if you take a stand about something and you're wanting to affect positive change, sometimes you stick your head up and you're a bit of a target. So yeah, I say, yeah. pick something awesome that you want to do for positive change, and they'll notice you. Go for it. <laughs> well, uh, everyone, get onto Google today and check out these uh, pictures. They are quite amazing of everything that Steve and your whole family has done. Um, it's Google Doodle on Google, we call it. Terry Owen, uh, thanks so much for calling in. Always a pleasure to talk to you. Thanks, guys. Have, have a great day and go Google. It's a verb and a noun. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> Good on you, Terry Owen here at Hit 105. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. The Goon Raft returns in all its glory. Well, yeah, it's over here! <laughs> into a race are just in perfection. Sponsored by the Austral Volkswagen Regatta Demo Clearance. Who would have thought something that we organise doesn't run smoothly? That's so weird. Crazy. Yeah. First time for everything. I know, but we crossed the Brisbane River in a raft made of goon sacks and we wanted to do it again, make it a race, but there's been a little bit of a hiccup because of the weather. And it's hard at the moment because you look out and you go, it doesn't seem that bad. Yeah, it looks lovely out that's, there today. But that's what they're predicting. That Cyclones, gonna, mm. apparently not real good. No, they're not. No. They're not. Yeah. And also, we we need to make sure that everyone is safe. So we had the marine rescue on board. Fortunately, they have to do real work and not be bothered with us, which we understand. Yes, yeah. they they don't want to risk their boats out on the water unless they have to. So they've pulled the pin, which means our insurance company said you cannot do it unless you have someone there to rescue you. It's all Tony Auden's fault because he told us this earlier in the week. This case, you might have a couple of sunny breaks, bit of cloud and wind gusts about. 60Ks an hour. Worst case, it could come in a bit closer. You could have some really spooly showers and rain. I wouldn't be going out on any raft I've ever built before. Uh, Worst case, we could actually see Omar hitting the coast up towards Fraser or Bundaberg into next week and see heavy rain. In terms of that wind, I just can't see it being below 50, 60Ks an hour at the least. So we've got the rafts, we've got the races, we've got $2,000 on the line because if we win the race, people who come to watch as spectators... We're going to give it to someone there on the shoreline. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Race has been cancelled. Cancelled. But we're not going to give up. No. Can't give up. There's money on the table. We want to be out of win. We never give up. Well. And that's why we've checked our Facebook messages, <laughs> as we often do. <laughs> uh, and we have a saviour, apparently in the form of a woman named Jasmine. Good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. How are you? Oh, Defeated. We... Oh. <laughs> oh, no. But hopeful. <laughs> Well, look, hey, yesterday when we at City Venue Management heard of your raft news, of course, all of Brisbane was devastated, but we sprung into action for you. So at Rackley Swimming and City Venue Management, we run 23 sites across southeast Queensland. And 20 swimming pools? 23, yeah. 23, Rackley wow. Swimming, learn to swim at aquatic centres across southeast Queensland. So as we have water and you need it, we thought, why not offer you the most iconic 50-metre pool in Brisbane? So... We're wondering if you would like to use the Centenary Aquatic Centre in Spring Hill for your Goon Raft Race. Yeah, yeah we would. Yes. Jasmine, can <laughs> yeah. we turn the no, water brown no, to forget, make it authentic? 
Ideally not, no. but we could always get some of those you know, little shark head noodles and, you know, put them in the pool too for you, so if that would just, you know, add up. Do you know what? <laughs> I I'm not going to miss the bull shark risk. I'll be on with you. <laughs> yeah. That's not something I'm really going to... Yeah, I don't think your insurance company would either. <laughs> That's exciting, and this is the first time you would have ever had these rafts in any of the uh, pools. Definitely, it's quite unique for us. So, yeah. look, we'll get rid of the lanes and we'll open up the gates for everyone to spectate under the undercover um, yeah. uh, grandstand, so that you guys can be all safe and having a fabulous time in our pool. I don't want to grandstand. This oh. is exciting. <laughs> I don't want to seem ungrateful, Jasmine. Well, don't we'll, just no, shut up. No, 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 we'll take the pool. Oh God! But of course, there was always the risk with the river. Yeah. What if mm-hmm. just to keep you know a bit of a bit of life in the race? You're right? going out on your own here. Yeah. What if we dressed someone in a shark suit uh-huh. and that way they are allowed to be in the water and they're allowed to attack the raft while the race is going <laughs> if on? If you want, we'll kick you off the raft. You can be the shark. I was going to say, you're dobbing in your producers for that. Or yeah. Oh, yeah. You want to be the shark? I'll be the shark. <laughs> I will dress as a no, shark. No, 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 we need you on the on the. Why on do the we raft? need him? You saying that I'm not good enough to row? No, you're good, but we need like the water, the water balloon throwing. No, we can do it all. We, we don't need We probably have him. to get rid of that actually. What? The water balloon throwing. Our uh, our promotions manager said that he'll do it. Well, it's up to you guys. <laughs> I'm happy to be I'm happy to be the shark. But no, but we, be because we encourage people to come down and like you said, Jasmine, if they want to come down and spectate, they can get in for free. We're racing for them. Yeah. So yeah. they could win two thousand dollars. All right. Well, Nick, so, Nick can be the shark. Yeah. Um, and do you mind if we throw water bombs at each other in your pool? They're biodegradable. Uh, I I don't think we'd have a problem with that. Oh, you're <laughs> amazing, Jasmine. This is awesome. <laughs> All right. So what what's the address exactly so people listening right now can come and win $2,000, hopefully? Hey, guys, you know how we're talking about Google before? Get on your phones and Google uh, the Centenary Aquatic Centre in Spring Hill. It's the iconic Lady of Brisbane. You'll know it. It has the big 10-metre tower there. Yeah. So jump on there and you'll your final session tomorrow. I'm sure the Black Thunders and the signage will be out and about, so you won't be able to miss us. All right. <laughs> we love it, Jasmine. Thank you so much. You've saved the Goonra for a gutter. No, no worries. Have a great day. Thank you. It now has a shark. <laughs> what time? Uh, we'll put it up on Instagram. We'll okay. find out exactly. <laughs> Jasmine, what time are you free? Hey, look, we were hoping 2.30 to 3 p.m. So come Perfect. on down 2:30. and have a splash and a dash. Yeah, right 2.30 right. it is. Love it. We are on. I love how a good plan comes together at the 11th hour. It's Stab, Abby, Matt. Stab, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Can you imagine a world without lawyers? I'm not sure I can afford a fancy lawyer. Can I ask you something? Can I ask you something? I want to be a lawyer just like you. Yeah, now, earlier in the week, you would have seen in the news in Sydney, um, there was a guy who found himself in a very strange situation in the fact that a man had broken into his house. Uh, and obviously he felt threatened. His wife and child were in there, and he has restrained the man, and that man has subsequently passed away from being restrained by him in his home. Mm-hmm. And um, a lot of stuff going on online about how he's been released without charge, further investigation going to find out whether or not he used it too much force, and that resulted in the man's death. He could be charged with manslaughter, they're saying. Yeah. Right. But no charges are laid as of yet. And we were talking about it. What are your rights? We don't know them. We're not a lawyer. But one person is from Fisher Door. Lawyer is Nick Door. Morning. Morning, Sam. Hey, mate. Now, everyone thinks if their family is threatened and someone does break into your house, you would do whatever you had to do to protect your family. But what are the actual legal ramifications? Where are your rights? Look, it isn't it isn't a gloves off style situation where you can do what you like. Under the uh, criminal code, there's several defences that would be open. 
But essentially the law is that um, you have the right to repel uh -huh. or prevent another person from unlawfully entering or remaining in your property, but the force that's necessary needs to be reasonable. So the, each, and that's a difficult part yeah. in these styles of situations is you've got people usually making split-second decisions yeah. as to what's reasonable and what's not is difficult. And that's why in cases like this, and I don't know much about New South Wales other than what I've read in the papers, but the police have got to look at, well, what, what would you do? Was that was that reasonable force in all the circumstances? Uh -huh. Because what could be reasonable in one circumstance may be different. So to give you an example, if someone came into your house and you wake up and they're there with a knife and say, I'm going to stab you or you perceive that's what's going to occur, you can use the proportion of force back to repel them or stop them from doing that. So if you then pick up a knife, uh -huh. then, but again, if the person's running away from the premises, for example, and you chase the person down the street and put them in a choker hold or shoot them or something like that, that then would be a different situation and may not be considered reasonable. Because there is someone going to court about that situation that you just said because they chased him down the house. But what I want to know is, would it be taken into consideration that he had his daughter and his wife upstairs sleeping that he oh. may have been thinking about and wanting to protect? Exactly. It, it, obviously, that's why each set of circumstances are different. So that person making that decision is completely different to someone who doesn't have that situation. Yeah. So, yes, it, it would certainly be a consideration when, when that's... And, and the thing is, the prosecution and the police need to consider these sorts of matters. A, will there be a successful prosecution? B, will there be a defence? And if there is a defence, it's up to the prosecution to negative that defence. Yeah. So if you come to court and say... I was acting in self-defence. The police need to consider that to say, well, look, will we have a successful prosecution in this? Nick, I've always wondered about people sleeping with weapons next to their bed, oh, like oh, as a baseball oh, bat really? or anything like that. I always yeah. wonder because I'm like, it's under the impression that someone's going to come in and you're going to have to attack them in a severe way. Yes. Would the court look, of, look at that and wonder why you have a weapon? If you had ready access to a weapon, that would be something that may work against you. But, no, I mean, you're allowed to protect your premises. But, again, if you then decide to hop up with your baseball bat and say, leave my premises or I'm going to hit you with this thing, and the person approaches you, and you're reasonable, you can't smack them in the head ten times and they die. Yeah, yeah. But if you say to them, leave or you'll get hit and they leave, then I don't think I don't think the court would have any issue in relation to that. Yeah. I uh, I hope I never find myself in this situation, but I'm pretty confident I wouldn't ask intentions before defending my family. If my <laughs> children and my wife are in my house and someone came in and I felt threatened, my first instant would be I have to protect them. Uh, agreed, and that's and that's why there's such discretion to prosecute these matters because yeah. don't forget too, you've got to get it. If you do prosecute somebody, you've got to get it before 12 members of the jury uh -huh. who are members of the public who would probably all, all, all think the same thing. Yeah, what yeah. do you do in that split instant um, scenario where this occurs? And also, too, when the other difficulty in relation to prosecuting these matters and also in relation to defending them is that um, there's usually only one person left who can give an account yeah, of what right. occurred. Yeah. So when someone then does an interview with the police and says, I at that moment felt as though my life and my family's life were in danger because of a particular scenario, the fact he had an eye for the fact he said something, how are they ever going to be able to, to, to negative that it wasn't proportionate? Yeah, right. Very the only way they can do that is by the actions of the person. So again, if you hit him 10 times the head with a baseball bat, maybe not proportionate. Yeah. yeah right. You threatened him with one and took a swing and hit the person on the arm and the person ran away, probably proportionate. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. 
It's interesting. Yes. Yeah. I know. Well, Maddie, uh, on a sidebar, could you pop over to my house around midnight tonight? i got something I need to discuss with you. <laughs> Just so you know, I'm bringing a knife. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, again, you know, yeah, anyway, it doesn't particularly matter, but yes, I can. I'll see you at midnight. <laughs> all, right. Uh, all right, buddy. Thank you very much. Thanks, uh, thanks for your help. There you go. Nick Daw there from Fisher Doyer Lawyers on the edge. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Last Sunday, there was a, a terrible home invasion. There was a guy that woke up and found someone in his house. It was a struggle that um, went on and sadly the guy passed away. Yeah. He hasn't been charged, but they're still doing investigations. And there's mixed views because people are like, well, why are you doing investigations? It was his house. Yep. Oh, people are like, no, 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 you've never got the right to take away another life. Mm. So we want to know though, on 131060, have you had to deal with a home invasion? Yeah. Um, Jesse from Brussels. Hi. Morning, guys. How are you? Good. What's your story? Uh, when I was younger, so can I just ask that nothing, no one was hurt, right. but being in country Victoria, every farmer had a gun. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. we, we had a guy come into my dad's house while he was at work uh, at like night shift, uh-huh. um, and my grandfather put a gun to this man's head. Right. This is a true story. I'm not making it up. I will never forget it, but obviously no one was hurt, but... He just said, you come to this house again, and that's, you're done. Right. Wow. Well, you don't mess do with it. people yeah. in the country, do you? No. No. <laughs> no. Don't mess with farmers. No. no. So you don't know how you're going to react when you're home and someone you don't know comes in mm. because you don't know their intentions, you don't know what they're, mm. what they're planning on doing. Jessica um, in Hillcrest, wow. what's your story? Yeah, so pretty much what happened was I was 13 at the time, but a guy had broken into our house. My, I was living with my granddad at the time. Yeah, the guy had grabbed my granddad's wife's handbag and my granddad was up at the time because he got up about four o'clock to go to work. Seen this guy, yeah, he went to assault him because he's in his house and stealing his stuff. And the result of it was he got charged with common assault when they find, found the guy. And the policeman just said pretty much, you should have just let him go, like... If someone breaks into your house, the best thing to do is just leave it. Oh. But in saying that, yeah, like, you don't know that that person's going to turn around. He could have had a knife. He could have had yeah. anything. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Did he get convicted? I mean, a charge and a conviction are different. Yeah, convicted, not further punished. So he didn't go to jail, but it's still on his record. That's ridiculous. They've come into his house. And you're not going to yeah, just stand and there and let that he, happen. Yeah, well, the policeman said that he um, made the first move type thing, oh. but... Yeah, his view is, well, he was in my house, so that's him making the first move, you know? Yeah, what are you true. supposed to do? It's like you're supposed to, all right, let's, let's leave the house to him, let's everyone get out. Yeah, yeah. you're not going to yeah. do that. Hey, I tell you what, I'll only hit you if you hit me. Oh, you've hit me? Oh, you're stabbing me. I better fight back now. Mm. That is so stupid. Tim in Sherwood, you've been in a home invasion? Yeah, I have. Um, last year, actually, um, my wife woke me up at about 6.30. There was someone in our garage. Um, so I ran out and politely encouraged him to sit on the ground and wait for the cops. Yeah. Um, so he did. Um, and when the cops came, I was I was unsure because I thought because I actually physically put him on the ground. So mm-hmm. um, I was a bit unsure what my rights were in that regard. And the and the police said to me, "You can use reasonable force, but you're not allowed to use excessive force." So anyone apparently is allowed to arrest anyone at any time as long as you use reasonable force. Yeah. Yeah, okay then. Uh, let's go to Kelly from Baronia Heights. Hi. Hi, guys. How are you? Good. What's, What's your story? 
Um, I was about 18 living out of home and I was home for the day sick and a guy broke in and I was abused and sexually assaulted with all that. I'm so sorry to hear that. That's awful. Yeah. And and did they they find him, Kel? Yeah, they found him um, a few hours later and they charged him for everything that he did. And And is this... Was this the first time that he had done it? Um, no, apparently not. Mm. That stays with you, Kel, though. How are you going now? Yeah, I'm all right now. Um, obviously, with a bit of counselling and stuff like that. Yeah. And, yeah. But, but how do, other than that. How do you go in your house, security-wise? Um, <laughs> OCD's kicked in and make yeah. sure that all the windows and the doors are locked. And yeah, I can imagine. See, the, yeah. This is the thing. You don't know the intention. Yeah. And, like, if to say, well, that was too much force, well, you, the, poor Kelly, who knows what could have, yeah. where it could go if you don't act yeah, aggressively, but Kel, Kel, you know? Kel wouldn't have had a chance to no. either. Yeah. No, not at no. all. That's yeah. what I'm, but no, what's what I'm saying. Sadly, you... I was asleep in bed and woke up to... Oh, yeah, that's Kel. awful, Kel. That yeah. is the worst. I'm so sorry you went through that. Yeah, there are some scummy people out there and they don't, you know... Look at it as the big picture, but absolutely. Well, Kelly, thank you so much for being brave and calling our show. We we really appreciate you um, having having the guts to call out, call us and tell that story. Yeah, no worries, guys. Stav, Abby, and Matt on Hit One Hundred and Five. It is Friday, which means we look back at what we learnt this week. Oh, look, there it is. There it is. But it's a special edition. Everything to do with our goon rap. This is an institution of learning, ladies and gentlemen. Stav, Abby and Matt. Goon Raft. Goon Lamore. It was a legend born from Bogan Wine. Three people, one river, and who knows how many bags of goon. I went to stay at my uh, parents' house and they drink cask wine. Yes. Goon. Well, they call it cask goon. wine. It's goon. Okay. Excuse me? Goon is what it is. I learned that Abby's mum wasn't alone. And we have asked for people to come forward and donate goon sacks. Uh, I've got four. I can bring in tomorrow. Yeah, I've got three. I've got two I can donate. And I've also got a third one I can drink, but I don't think I can do it by today. No, no. And, Vicky, that's not the commitment we're after at this no. stage. From there, we built a raft and created history. We made it. We're going to do it! It seemed destined to end in a cold, wet catastrophe, but the Brecky team at Hit 105 has defied the odds and common sense to row a homemade raft across the Brisbane River. It was the raft the whole world was talking about. We have Matt Rowe, who is the CEO of the Maritime Museum in Brisbane. We'd love to have Dune Lamore in our museum. Would you really? Oh my God. It sounded like it hurt you saying that, Matt, wow. but we will take it. Wow. Until it wasn't. It's not going to last in the weather, so we've had to put it in storage. Uh, we're keen to move it on if we can. Oh. It's... It's not a prize exhibit in a, in a museum. Oh. Are the bags still We're, in good condition? Yeah, still inflated. Still ready to go. Okay. You can put it in the water any time you like. You sure you don't want to keep it there? Absolutely sure. <laughs> Alan's breaking her heart. It was time to bring the old girl back and cross the big, dirty, brown snake, the Brisbane River. But this time, it had to be different. Bigger. Better. It had to be... 
she made it into a race that just seems perfection. Would you be willing to, to get on one or maybe ours and race? For sure. John from Tingalpa, you have been accepted into the Goonra Regatta. Yeah. L from Balimba, you are going to be part of history on the Brown Snake, the Brisbane River. <laughs> Can't wait to win. Uh, oh, she's like confident, it. hey? Yeah. We wanted a true competition, so we coughed up a thousand bucks for each team to build their raft. I learnt we should have just asked for invoices and paid those. How much money yep. did you use and what did you use with the leftovers? We've used uh, around 300. I'm probably going to use mine on my holiday, so oh, it's going to go overseas. Probably got about $400 left over. I don't know, probably use it for a night out or something like that. <laughs> Before we tested it, we were like, we've got so much money left over, let's buy a puppy. We bought the puppy. <laughs> did I hear you right? We gave you money to build a raft and you bought a yeah. dog. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Her name is Maisie. Maisie. Oh, you didn't even name it after us. Come Why on. You want it to be called Goon. Come on. <laughs> Here, Goon. Here, Here Goon. Oh, that is the bear. The journey took us on some twists and turns, but we fought till the very end. To motor vote or not to motor vote? No motor. No. Put it to the people. I don't even think you can call it a regatta if we put motors on it either. Regattas are always wrong. The goon motorboat race. Well, okay. I don't know if I'd want that on a t-shirt, if that's all right. We collaborated. What if we let each person on a raft have a bucket of water bombs uh-huh. and you were allowed to water bomb the other boat? I like that. I like that you idea. Is that one rule that we're going to agree on? Yes, we can each have Each one balloons. is allowed to have a bucket of water balloons. We got fat. Stab, <laughs> you have put on yes. 0.9 kilograms. Abby, you have put on five kilos. Yeah. But it's only been, what, 11 weeks yeah. since I had the baby? Maddie. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Has put on six kilos. Yeah! So we're now 226.9 kilos. And just to clarify that, the point nine is me. Then we were deflated. Stabby Boy is on the phone live from the Goonraft storage container. It's a shambles. Some of the bags have split. There's hardly any air in a lot of them. There's at least 50% of them. Is now the right time to remind everybody that we said on air last week that we were just going to float it as is? We get what we get and we don't get upset. I'm not thinking. <laughs> the odds were against us, but nothing was going to hold us back from racing our raft. Except for... Oh my Tropical Cyclone Omar. Cyclone Omar. Cyclone Omar. We continue to track severe Cyclone Omar. Oh my God. Maybe a cyclone. I learnt those things in boats, they don't mix. Tony Orden from Channel 7, the weatherman. Best case, you might have a couple of sunny breaks with a cloud and wind gusts about 60 k's an hour. Worst case, it could come in a bit closer. You could have some really squally showers and rains. I wouldn't be going out on any raft I've ever built before. In terms of that wind, I just can't see it being below 50, 60 k's an hour at the least. With safety apparently an issue, it looked like the race was over before it even began. That was until our saviour called the show. We're wondering if you would like to use the Centenary Aquatic Centre in Spring Hill for your goon raft race. Yeah. yeah, we would. We'll get rid of the lanes and we'll open up the gates for everyone to spectate under the undercover grandstand so that you guys can be all safe and having a fabulous time in our pool. We're back on, so meet us at the Centenary Pool, 2.30 tomorrow. The raft race is on. Hit 105. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. It's F-O-E-F. Go home. No more working day.
Works a full day. What time are you knocking off? 13, 10, 60. Give us a buzz uh, right now and celebrate. Actually, just quickly, Adrian, our audio guy who actually sings that opener, can you quickly run into the studio? You got you FOEF last week. Know him week. as Machine, Machine Age. Age. Yeah. Hello. Look him up on. Are you Spotify, iTunes? Yeah, everything. Oh, cool. Yep. He's got a new single out. Yes, it's great. Album coming soon. Yep. Yep. Playing at the Black Bear Lodge in April. Oh, yes. Good gig. Sorry. You got got enough plugs. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Because he's played on a different radio station. Uh, You uh, got FOEF'd last week. uh, Yeah, I got told um, that we had some builders building a deck at our place, and they said, oh, yeah, on Thursday afternoon. They were like, yeah, we'll have the floor down by tomorrow. Come Friday, they told my wife, oh, it's FOEF. No no way we'll get the floor done today. (laughs) And we got home and it was half done. (laughs) No, they didn't know I worked here. (laughs) It's all fun until you're the one who gets FOEF, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, All right. Brila, hi. Hi. Hey. Are you leaving early today? Yes, I've left school early because I'm knocking off a nitro circus at 7.30. Oh. Oh, that's so cute. So it doesn't start till 7.30, but you decided you'll leave school now just to get ready. Yeah. Yep. Makes sense. You've got to have a nap. And that is very fun. I like the Nitro you Circus. Like the Nitro Let circuit. me know if they get some people from the audience out. It's amazing how many people in the public know how to do backflips. <laughs> I didn't know, Maddie. <laughs> On motorbikes? Very... <laughs> you did not. She think... did. She's like, Honestly. that is amazing. Honestly. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah, uh-huh. I, could, I couldn't believe it that Don't... they got people from the audience. <laughs> Don't go to Movie World <laughs> and watch their shows. You'll be disappointed. <laughs> Joseph in Rochdale South, what time are you supposed to be finishing? Uh, I'll be knocking off for about 2.30 this afternoon. Oh, yeah. Not too bad, yeah. What time should you be finishing? Right well, about 6. Yeah, <laughs> right. That's well done. Yeah. What, what do you do? Uh, I work in field sales, so lots of driving, lots of travelling, um, and just decided to schedule myself off early this afternoon. Well I've heard week. in some sales industries, I heard that they GPS track your car now. Yeah, I've heard that. I mean, too. you'll be fine, Joseph. Uh, not with this one. Yeah, good, yeah, right. good, good, yeah, good. Yeah, that's why you just pay someone 50 bucks to drive around on the Friday <laughs> Arvo. Hey, Choncho, want a fitty? Choncho. <laughs> yeah, it's the every, everyone's cover name. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> don't use it again. I don't think it works. Well, exactly. Who Have you ever met a Choncho? No, no he's always yes. driving around. That's right. Aimlessly. Chamel in Greensland. Yeah, he's going to be I'm on. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're on. on. Who are you talking hey. to? Oh, that was Dad. <laughs> <laughs> What time are you we're, knocking we're, off? Uh, uh, we're finishing at 10. Hey, oh, well done. Oh, nice one. What time do you normally work till? Uh, we normally go to about 6. Well yeah. done. Right. Yeah, Shamil's a painter. Yeah. No painting today. No. J- uh, Jason at Redcliffe. What time are you knocking right, off, buddy? Right this minute, mate. Hey, hey, we hey. always like a winner. Yeah. What, what do you do for work? I'm a landscaper. Oh. Well, it's too windy out there anyway, isn't it? Oh, it's blowing. It's ringing out. <laughs> What suburb are you in at the moment? Uh, Redcliffe. Yeah, right. No one likes to blow and ring, do they? <laughs> no, no, no one loves that at all. No, yeah. Well, Jason, mate, thank you for celebrating with us. FOEF, we'll let you go. You've only got 54 minutes of work left. <laughs> Thanks, hey. Bye-bye. Right. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. There we go. That's today's podcast. Uh, great week, everyone. Let's all do it again on Monday. What do you reckon? Yeah. All right. Sweet. See you then. <laughs> Stav, Abby. Hit one